Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Whale Nerds Podcast. This is episode number 28. My name is Slater, and I'm here with Eric and Caitlin. Hey, everyone. And, Hello. And Lacey. <laughs> My dog is here today because she's walking all over us. Yeah, she is. Lacey really wants to be in the podcast instead of napping this time. All right, so, guys, I didn't go whale watching today. What? <laughs> what did you see? Whales. One of and our dolphins. listeners. And one of our listeners, yeah. What? Yeah, they came to visit all the way from Quebec. That's Canada. Of course I wasn't there. And they're, they're going to come back tomorrow, which is cool. You'll get to meet him tomorrow. Of course I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> he actually listened to us. He said, we took your tip, and uh, instead of just doing just one day, we came multiple days to increase our chances of seeing cool stuff. Good yeah. idea. I recommend. Yes, as many days as you can. Tomorrow's going to be a good day, too, because I'm leaving out of town the next day. <laughs> So that means it's my last day in the water, and it means we're always going to see something great before I leave that tells me to keep staying. <laughs> <laughs> Today wasn't too bad. We had a good variety out there. What'd you see? We had humpbacks, rizzos, Pacific white-sided dolphins, northern right whale dolphins, and harbor porpoise, and a few molas. So it's a good day out there. Good Woo! variety out there. Were your molas alive today? Our molas were alive today. I didn't tell people about dead molas. I saw a few dead ones yesterday. Yeah. There were some in the <laughs> harbor. They, they were literally right under the boat. And uh, also, what else did we get to show them? What else was neat today? Um, well, the northern right whale dolphins were showing really well today. I always tell them how difficult they are to spot. But porpoising, following the boat today. So very easy to show people those usually more difficult species out there. <coughs> you know what I did today? You ate a burrito. I know that. I went to the laundromat and it for to just do one blanket. It costed. We just wanted to, this is huge blanket, so we needed like a really big one, you know. Uh-huh. It costed. Well, first off, the machine, all the machines in there. Guess what the price was? How much? Like what do you three, think it would be? Four dollars. Nine dollars per load. Nine dollars. Yeah. Don't move to Monterey, you guys. No, a normal. All the normal ones around here are three dollars or whatever. This four. one was nine. Well, because it was like a super washer. It wasn't nothing. It was just a regular washer. <laughs> Where was this? With a cranky lady in the back. <laughs> it wasn't the one on by Safeway or Trader Joe's, was it? It was by Whole Foods. Okay. Now I just want to know up which this way. Oh, up the hill. Yeah. I just want to know which one to avoid then. Yeah, yeah I'm never going there. Thanks. Okay. That's so weird. Anyways, $9 for one blanket to be washed. So that was cool. Well, guess what <laughs> I did today? What? I tabled on the wharf for International Vaquita Day. What's a Vaquita? <laughs> Is that a burrito? A taquito? Uh, it's a little cow. It's a little cow. No, it's like a, veal. It, sure. Uh, it's a. It's the world's smallest cetacean. It's also the world's most endangered cetacean. That we we, we were we telling they, we were telling people there's 15 left, but uh-huh. uh, I think it's really single digits. I heard Bob Pittman say that last year. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what it's I'm hearing too. Single depressing. digits currently. Oh, wow. But so that means less than 10. Yeah. <laughs> But Leonardo DiCaprio produced a movie in addition with Nat Geo. Um, it premieres on Friday what? called Sea of Shadows, and it's about the cartels and the black market trade and the porpoise. Is he uh, going to be in it? It's an eco-thriller. No, I don't think he's in it Is all. it? Yeah, it's a documentary, but it's like in the eco-thriller category. It won at Sundance. Is he going to draw, draw the vaquita like one of his French girls? No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I think he's just strictly behind the scenes. <laughs> But uh, it premieres in L.A. and New York on Friday, and then <clears throat> plays in select theaters starting 
Saturday, and then it's supposed to play in San Francisco on the 15th. Mm-hmm. And then we're actually going to try and get a screening at the OCO Theater in Monterey at the end of the month. Oh, cool. Yeah. Who so appro- you guys already approached them? Or? If they approached us. They approached uh, ACS, <laughs> and they wanted our help promoting the film and oh, like nice. arranging screenings and stuff. So um, if you – actually, if our listeners want a screening in their town and they think they could sell at least 30 tickets at their local theater, and the theater will host the ticket sales and everything. You just have mm-hmm. to promote it and try and get 30 t- tickets sold. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll set it up. They'll set up the screening. That's so cool. Mm, yeah. I think we can easily do that, especially out here in this area. Yeah. I know Long Beach is going to do one. Orange County oh, is going to do, do one. Newport's going to do one. I could help. I mean, I could help promote it. Yeah. Yeah. We're, once we get a date from the OCO Theater, we'll, we'll put it out for everybody so we can go see it. Oh, they're already setting one up here. Yeah. They said they would reach out to the OCO on our behalf, and then once we have a date, they want our help promoting it. On behalf of who? Discovery? No, on behalf of uh, American Cetacean Society Monterey. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, Leo, the, the, the cap... Leo, no, What's Leo will be at the LA premiere on Friday. Um, so yeah, somebody's gonna get to be there and, and talk to him. Super cool. That's awesome that we have some big A list celebrities actually trying to push conservation out there. And he does a lot of work for conservation too. Yeah, he does. He did a what was that last film he did about climate change stuff? I forget what it's called. Oh yeah, he did do one. And he invests in like Beyond Burgers and a bunch of other things. Yeah. The a lot of vegan stuff. So that's pretty cool. <coughs> Excuse me. As depressing as it is, I think it's still important to like teach people what a vaquita is because even if it's too late, um, we still have some lessons to learn about how to save the next endangered species or, or endangered population like the southern resident killer whale or the north Atlantic right whale. You know, like the baiji went extinct in 2006 and no one even knew what it was. By what? It's a Yangtze River by, dolphin. Baiji. Bagel? No, it's a dolphin, dude. We've talked about that dolphin before. Yeah, we have. Early um, podcast. I remember back Yeah, because the... we talked about it at the SoCal Marine Mammal Workshop. Um, oh. Yeah, so I think it's still important that people know what a vaquita is, even if it's too late to save it, because we've got to learn some lessons. Otherwise, we're not going to be able to turn it around for other animals. Yeah. And the vaquita is such a... I mean, there's so many factors. It's not just biological, you know, with the vaquita. It's political. I mean, we're talking about actual literally the cartel being involved it's oh a yeah difficult you know situation yeah you got a, a easily corrupted government you got big cartels and big money in on it you've got endangered more than one endangered species the fish that they're catching that is bycatch the the vaquitas bycatch in that's also illegal to yeah. catch that fish Totwaba. it's not just a bycatch issue it's they're targeting an endangered species too so yeah it's a really complicated and high stakes issue and i'm hoping they do sounds like they did a really good job i mean you don't win sundance for nothing so i'm excited to see the film yeah me too i'm excited actually when do you guys think it might be here probably at the end of july it should be in monterey that's awesome hopefully yeah hopefully it's pretty widespread because a lot of these smaller documentaries are pretty amazing and it's just so limited to you know who has access to it like that scars documentary i went to go see Mm -hmm. yeah about the rizzo's dolphins that was Amazing. I wish, you know, everyone had access to it. Hopefully it'll be available soon. Yeah, I would guess that probably after it does its whole film promotion and premieres and stuff that Sea of Shadows does end up on it like Nat Geo channel or something Mm -hmm. because they're one of the producers of it. Yeah, I hope so, too. You guys. Yes. I feel like I haven't been watching him forever. Since yesterday, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Yeah. 
Dude. Okay, it's yesterday nice, was... Like, I didn't go since like July 4th or 3rd. My birthday went. Was yes. my birthday? No, he went the day before. Yeah. It's my birthday it's, month, guys. So I take off. <laughs> it's my birth month. I can't. I can't work. It's so funny you say this because there's some of our listeners who are, are landlocked, and probably go well watching. You know, maybe been once or twice, and you're like, man, I haven't been on water since yesterday. <laughs> so mean. I think. Whatever. It's been a rough month for Slater Moore. It's been rough weather month yeah, on the that, bay. It's been rough for Monterey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's probably why. You know, me. everything goes. If there's a little bit of wind in the forecast. Slater Moore is not there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair weather whale watcher. Do you get seasick? <laughs> no, but I get sick of the sea. Ooh. <laughs> Just kidding. So yesterday afternoon was the middle trip was the best trip of the day. So weird. Usually usually the morning's pretty good. Yeah, right? exactly. And then sometimes afternoon and evening can hold the standard and sometimes it's like, eh, the morning uh-huh. was better. Yesterday afternoon, we leave the harbor and there's four coastal bottlenose right there. Oh, I almost thought those were Rizzo's. I saw the story at first. Yeah. And then, and then obviously the next one to Coastal Bottomers. But yeah, for yeah. some reason I thought they were Rizzo's. Then we get outside the bay and we see a mixed group of Rizzo's, Pacific mm-hmm. Whiteside Dolphins, and Rizzo's Dolphins. Uh-huh. So we're up to sport, four species of dolphins yeah, I saw your in less story. than an hour. Then we had humpback whales. And all of a sudden next to us a blue whale popped up. Oh, cool. And the accidental look we got at the blue whale for one surfacing was better than I think everyone else that tried to actually look at yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I think you, we've been seeing the same blue out here for numerous days. There's this one blue we literally see pop up once and then it like disappears and people are like, oh no, did it drown? We're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, one boat waited for it and said it was like 14 and a half minutes or something on the dive and it only two, took two breaths and then yeah, went down again. That's oh, when we saw today, two breaths. Yep. I don't even know. Like I don't even know if he took a breath. He just showed his back and went <laughs> yeah, and just, just disappeared. Went down. Yeah, there's been this one particular whale. I literally saw it a back, and then it just disappeared. And we just, I was like thinking, like, oh man, it's only us crew members who saw it. Yeah, yeah I think. Oh, actually, the day we had it, two people in the bow saw it. Oh god. And <laughs> the evening trip was like, oh, it was a struggle bus there for a little bit. Like we. It got choppier on the 5 o'clock than we thought it was going to get. We thought it was going to kind of hold like the one thirty, but it was still doable. And we were making our way out there. It was just slow. And I was like, dude, I was telling the captain, I was like, we've got to be close to where we had these whales last. Like, we've got to be seeing them by now because the, the horizon was backlit and we were seeing nothing. Finally, I was like, I think I see some Rizzo's. And then he's like, okay, keep your eye on them. And I for like five minutes, I didn't see him again. And I was like, no, I made it up or it tricked me. Then I saw him. So then we got the Rizzo's, and then that gave us an opportunity to slow down, and we finally saw a freaking whale. Nice. Like, oh, my God. I thought we were going to have to give rain checks because we couldn't find them, and then we found, like, six. Dang. Like, okay, good. That That's was dramatic. <laughs> so our our second trip ended up being pretty spectacular, too. Our morning trip was good. Second, uh, Our second trip, it was less whales, but they, they did everything. with this cow-calf pair, humpback, uh, uh, the mom was eating, and the calf was just like last year. Me and Slayer noticed that sometimes the calves just don't want to eat, and they just go out and go play. So it had it was breaching, chin slapping. Oh, nice! Yeah, That's cool. Got close approaches, and people got to see how big a calf really is. You know, they think like, oh, this little five foot whale is gonna swim up to him, but no, big old twenty five foot little calf. You had a came close up. approach? Yeah, yesterday. What? I was oh, out with Kate. Oh, oh in the afternoon. Yeah, I didn't work with you yesterday. Remember? Yeah, he was oh. on Blue Ocean. Remember, oh, yeah. we took a video of him. I said, Eric's way over there. 
Yeah, but that's a, that's the furthest north in the bay we, we've been recently. Yeah, we're off of uh, the Rio del Mar area, and there was literally a, a school of anchovies about a half mile long out there. But only three whales were there. We're like, oh, come on, guys. I know. I feel like that's how all of last week was. It was like football fields of anchovies at the surface and no whales. Yep. Did the calf have white peckfish? Um, you know what? I took a pic. I just did you look at my post? I put a picture of it. I don't remember. I think it did have white peckfish. Eric, pretty... I don't follow you. I know you never like any of my stuff. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I did not. This see is it, it right here. I do feel like more. Okay, not the whale I saw. I do feel like more whales are coming back into the bay. It's just it's been pretty choppy, so it's kind of hard to get in, get between the sightings. Yes, come on back in. Slater's waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, we're. We still did having... see a few lunch feeds off and on yesterday in the afternoon and the evening. Nothing that was easy enough to like get a photo of, but we did get to see a few lunges. Speaking of coming back into an area, guess what came back into the Salish Sea? I heard a rumor. You did? I did. I was, was just about to tell you. Okay, tell me. The Southern Resident Killer Whales. Yeah, I heard, <laughs> I heard it might even be all three pods. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I heard all three pods, but I, then I thought I heard only like L87, 187, which is Onyx, actually, which is always with J-Pod anyways. I but think now they're I on heard the hi- some other ones. They're on the hydrophone today, actually. I saw someone post it. On yeah, the they've been hearing one. them. The last couple days, I think. Sweet. Yeah, there's four different spots where they can hear them. I, I saw someone make a post about it, which is pretty oh, really? cool. Yeah. Well, if we figure out where that is on the interwebs, maybe we'll post that for you guys so you can listen to it too. Oh, you guys, someone texted me a picture today, and he's, he said that... Is this someone, our super fan? Yes, he said that... Adam Ernster. <laughs> the best photo he'll ever get in his entire life. What was it? And he said, I said, well, if you don't send it to me, then I don't care. <laughs> and he said, you have to wait till tonight. And then I said, oh, I don't care. And so You're he like, sent it to like, me. Lies. Excuse me, Adam, we're VIPs. Look we need it. to lies. see this photo. Wow. Wow. And the whale's name is Mike, he thinks. I don't know what number of whale that is. but It's a Mike? Oh, shoot. What pot is he, Jay? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I've, I've heard, heard that, that I've heard of that whale before, though. Um. But yeah, that's funny because he didn't want to. He hasn't posted yet, but he sent it to me. We got the VIP look. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, Adam always great gets shot, the, dude. Adam always gets the super ultra rare things. <laughs> yeah, he does. I can't wait though because I'm gonna be up there next week. Yeah, dude. You're leaving me all of your zoo of animals in here. Next week? I thought you were leaving like tomorrow, aren't you? Monday. Monday. I forgot Monday. what days are. I don't even remember what days are. Are you taking? You're doing the seaplane thing this time? Seaplane. So we fly into Seattle, <laughs> and then we take a little bus over to another, like, uh, I think like a lake or something they fly off of. Some sort of, like. Some body of water. Some water where they take the seaplane off. And, yeah, we're going to fly over the islands and right into Friday Harbor. What's this, What's the sound the seaplane makes again? <laughs> okay. Just just so But I that's know. mainly when they're landing. What? That and sounds then, like a takeoff sound. Splash. <laughs> Um, and then, but then I'm going to be like, excuse me, pilot. I know where there's killer whales at. Cause my friends are going to have him text me <laughs> and he's going to do a flyby. Dude, you can't be using your phone in the plane. That's illegal. Guess what? The planes are allowed. I, th- I swear someone told me that the planes are allowed to do one circle, like not low, but like still like a thousand feet or whatever the Oh, to look at the whales? Yeah. But they're allowed to do like one circle and then keep going or something like that. Something like that. I think, but I hope they do. So you're going to be like sliding them a hundred and be like, here, dude, please circle these whales one time. 
I'll be like, I will take a picture of you driving the plane with a whale in the background. Do you turn <laughs> sideways? Right yeah, have, have the pilot take you take the scenic route. That's kind of cool. I didn't know that they that was regulated too. Oh, I'm sure, 100. percent They can probably only go like to their landing areas, and that's it. Well, yeah, it's probably you have to register your flight path with the FAA. And now that and I think that. about, man, if that was like allowed, imagine how many private planes and helicopters would be out there. Dude, let's start a helicopter whale watching company in San Juan Islands. I know. Think about how high you're up. I mean, you can't be disturbing them, right? I hope not. Thing is, a helicopter is loud. Like a drone is not loud. You yeah. literally have to crash the drone into the water, and it still might not even make noise. When yeah. a drone crashes in the water and no one's there that listen to it, does it make a sound? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know that um, there was a company that did helicopter whale watching tours when those blue whales were here a couple years ago. Oh yeah, specialized. Yeah. Yeah, it went. That was fun. Yeah, a bunch of people were trying to see the blue whales from there. I went like four days too late. We saw a fin whale and a humpback whale and some sunfish. Oh but... yeah, you went up there in the yeah. sky, huh? Yeah. It looks okay, you guys. Helicopters are scary because like there's no <laughs> escape route. Like a plane can still land if the like engine goes down, they can still like pull up, you know, and like guide <laughs> its way in somewhere. But a helicopter, just you're done. Thanks. It, like I'm just saying. I lived. <laughs> Dude, you can do it with the doors off too. You can do doors yeah. off. Yeah, I'm not saying off. I'm not gonna do it. I'd for sure do it a million times. But like it just a I'm helicopter is scary. Yeah, you need to try it one day with at the blues coming good numbers we gotta go i'm surprised you haven't done it yet but what's funny is they tell you to take off your lens hood but because yeah because the vibration think, yeah it actually the wind on, actually guys gets think i'm a trapped rookie? in the lens hood <laughs> that's part of my thing if it's really windy make sure you take your lens hood off because oh that's part of your pro tips yeah bro oh. Slater's pro tips take your because lens hood off the, 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 especially on the ocean when it's windy it blows right into your lens hood and starts to pull it in the direction or push it into that mm-hmm. direction so on top of the boat moving the wind and the whale. Kind of like when you're moving. shooting photos on a tripod, take your camera strap off. Yeah. Because it'll blow it around. That's true. Pro tips by Caitlin and Slater. <laughs> Listen, and we're just trying to get you some nice photos, okay? If Eric takes his lens cap off, he would do a little better. <laughs> I, You know what? I camera actually, on, lens cap I off. I asked Captain Danny. I actually lifted my camera today. It wasn't even on. I was like, why is it focusing? Oh, I got to turn it on. <laughs> Mine's always off. Well, luckily, I was just trying to get ID photos. Fran's, yeah. Fran's. Oh, I saw Fran though, the other though, day. Yeah, even though it's Fran, I just like taking pictures Ooh, of her. Dude, she's a sleepy, sleepy whale. That's so funny because that's what she was doing all day today too. Yeah, we saw her Thursday with a with a friend that had like a cut on his back. Is that limb? Does limb have a recent scar on his dorsal fin? I don't know if it's limb or if it's fur. I'm not well, sure. Why does limb have a limb? I mean, does L-I-M. limb have a limb? What? Oh, his name is limb. Limb. L i m. Not l i m b. No. <laughs> But maybe it's furred. I don't know. Um, but she was hanging out. Dude, she was so boat friendly, but she was napping the whole time. Yeah. She gave lots of boats really good looks yeah. at her. Yeah, they were close to the boat today and uh, fluked every now and then. But yeah, it was sleepy time today. It's kind of weird. Yeah, well, you know what? Before she fluked up, I was like, I wonder if this is Fran because she's taking such a close nap to the boat. Mm-hmm. And then she fluked and I was like, oh, all right. We had some whales with some really cool flukes on the outside of the bay too um, yesterday. Really interesting patterns. Whales that I didn't recognize. Yeah. That was pretty neat. Ooh. Oh, you didn't recognize? No, I don't know who they were, but they were really neat to take photos of. Man, uh, I did get a... Pa- I haven't even looked at my memory card, you guys. I definitely got a breach like last week, and I got a, a couple pec slaps yesterday. Were you with me? Oh, yeah, we did have some pec slaps yesterday. Yeah, and there was there, two of them, right? Yeah. And one was on his back. When we were with the dolphins. Well, there's dolphins everywhere. I think we saw dolphins the whole trip pretty much. Yeah. 
Ugh, all those Rizzo's, White Tides, and Northern Right Whale Dolphins. We actually had a really good Rizzo and Pacific White Tide social encounter happen next to the boat for oh, like yeah. 10 minutes, like really tight, circling, all rolling around together. And then something happened. They all just started splashing and scattered. I think that was when our, our boats, yeah, were all in the same area. I noticed that too. Yeah, they were like having a great time right next to our boat. And then I think someone, you know, pissed someone else off in the pod and they are like, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't want to be ya. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. good it's stuff. been it's been really good. Even though the weather's been a little up and down, it's still actually really been good. I'm glad to see the upwelling wind because it was a little late this season and I was getting worried. But I'm glad to see it because so it's this churning comes, some stuff up. It's all coming from the north, right? Northwest, northwest. Yeah. One weird thing I noticed this year is we don't have any uh, a good amount of jellies yet. What's going Not on? Not yet. There? Did we last Not year yet. at this time? Uh, almost. It went like mid July. They saw him in Half Moon Bay when they flew that turtle survey a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm going to do this year, Eric? What? I'm going to have someone hold me by my feet and stick my phone in the water for the jellyfish. Yeah, yeah we learned our... Well, you got to make sure your phone Dude, has the O-ring in it. I was know. leaning over the... I was leaning off the like bow, off the dock, We everywhere. grabbed your legs. Yeah, and then everybody was handing me their phone to take pictures with it. And I took... I did. I don't think I really used yours. You did your own. But I did my own. I know I did Amber's. And I did someone else's. <laughs> and everybody's phone broke. Yeah, mine, I still use it to this day, but the home button doesn't work on it. I've gone through like three phones since then. <laughs> and what did they say? Didn't oh, the yeah, because one of your phones is sitting on the bottom of the ocean at Kittery Row. The week I moved to Newport, I had lost one. And then like, I don't know, a couple, a couple months ago, I lost one, remember? Yeah, kayaking. Didn't the Apple guy say you just got this rare defect, like they forgot the O-ring in yeah, there? Yeah, that yeah. first one was, the, well, the one I dunked in the water, it was missing an, uh, an O-ring where the SIM card slot yeah, is. Yeah, the SIM card slot. Which is not my fault, because technically they are water resistant. And mine, I didn't even mine put it into that. survived. Yeah, so it's possible. <laughs> it was the same I phone. mean, <laughs> if you guys want to stick your phones in for jellyfish, feel free. Don't blame us if you break your phone because yeah. we're all telling you we broke ours. I've seen other people anyway. do it and their phones are fine. But. I got some really cool pictures when I did it. Yeah. Or you could just buy like a... A GoPro? Yeah. Or a DJI Osmo and buy the housing. Yeah. What I want to see some jellies here. That way Dude, we can... they're sick. What? See our molas eat and then maybe even some of those letterbacks come... Can I please see a leatherback sea turtle this summer or what? Yeah, so you, you can have two. Yesterday oh, afternoon. Two? Really? Yesterday afternoon. That's so generous. Yesterday afternoon, uh, a fisherman actually reported um, over by SoCal a leatherback. <sighs> but no no whale watching boats got onto it. But I think Sea Spirit and us, uh, Blue Ocean, got the, heard, the, heard it over the radio. Dude. Okay, let me know. I need to see one. Um, you guys know what I want to see while I'm in the San Juan Islands? Southern Residence? Nope. Well, yes. Foxes? Yeah, actually. <laughs> Bald eagles. Okay, but it's a marine mammal. Stellar sea lions. Actually, is it a marine mammal? River oh. otter? Yeah. It's yeah. not a marine mammal. It's an aquatic mammal. Aquatic. What? Science? <laughs> In the name of weasels? <laughs> what is it? It's an aquatic mammal, but it's not marine. It's That's must- lame. Mustelid. Okay, so it let me ask a you guys a, sec- a question. If a river otter lives nowhere near a river, lives only on an island in the middle of all salt water, is it? Still a river otter. It's an island river otter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's technically rivers that run into the into that area. It's a creek otter. Yeah, there is fresh water on the island. It's a freaking saltwater otter. Hey, that rhymes. <laughs> I see them there. Yeah. I'm gonna see one this week. I got a, a five-fold. Well, no. I don't know. <laughs> Four yeah, full days. Find you I get there Monday, and I'm going on whale watch five thirty. You guys want to hear how many trips I'm going on? Like ten. I'm going Monday night, 5.30. Then 
Then I'm going Tuesday in the morning and then skipping lunch and then going Tuesday in the evening and then basically the same thing for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm um, doing morning and then evening trips. So I'm skipping so seven lunch. trips. You're skipping lunch. And then I'm doing, maybe I'm doing one on the last day. I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll see. Wow. Uh, are you going to visit like the Well Museum again or are you just going to stay on the boat? Yeah, cause, well, because Margo's first time. So I'm probably going to go to like the Well Museum, the Center for Whale Research. Yeah. Um, There's a lot. Of, there's so much stuff on the island. Yeah. there's It's so cool how whaley it is. It's fine. Me and Lacey on Netflix yeah, and chill. It's, it's whaley cool. Yeah, over there. Caitlin's holding down the fort at my place. <laughs> She's got to watch my bearded dragon do yoga. Dude, he does do yoga. That's <laughs> so funny, huh? <laughs> um, and then, yeah. Visiting know. hours for Lacey at the shop will be Thursday and Friday from 8 to 2. So if you'd like to go see her there, discover well watch. That's where <laughs> she'll be. Yes, if you want to meet Slater Moore's dog. <laughs> the one that uh, takes a nap every time we podcast. Except for today. She was a scratcher scratcher. She was all over the place today. Um, You guys. <laughs> Dude, I feel like you're going to see some good stuff up there. Oh, yeah. <coughs> I was going to say, you guys, there's also a sperm whale that's been seen there before. And Jeff and Sarah and all of them got to see it. And they got a picture of it. with Jeff got like this amazing picture with a lighthouse. Uh-huh. What have I seen sperm whale? Just recently it was spotted again? Cool. Uh, this was, I think, last summer or two last summers year. ago. Oh, okay. I don't know. Last year. But, yeah, isn't that cool? Sperm whale. That was last the, fall. Like, came in there <coughs> jeez you guys i've been having bad asthma for like a month i feel like it's the pollen the monterey pine trees i feel like it's they something. dust me too <laughs> i think you're allergic to your bearded dragon eric let me ask you a question are you well watching tomorrow i am well watching almost every day forever so i'm with you tomorrow yeah kaylin you um i'm in I'm on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and then Sunday. Dude, she's been whale watching a lot lately, eh? Yeah, more Shut time up. in the water, the better, yeah. Like, I don't even know, you guys. Honestly, she might not be on the podcast anymore because she's just whale watching too much. <laughs> <laughs> I Okay, confession. If I don't see a whale, I get kind of cranky. I think I've said this before on the podcast. But sometimes I'll tell... we notice when we come in the office. Yeah, they know. They know. But I come I t- in, and I'm like, dude, we saw this. She's like... Shut up. <laughs> she, she's so mad. It's, I, I know it, too, but I still tell her because it's awesome. Yeah, like I'll tell our captains, I'm like, if you don't take me to see a whale soon, I'm going to do something drastic in this office. That's my usual, like, I need to see a whale. Scary. Yeah. But it's been good. It's been good. It's been, uh, it's been bouncy, but we've had lots of, lots of good visitors and, uh, good whale action. Lots of dolphins. It's a very dolphin. Yeah. It's a dolphin-y July. year. year, actually. Yeah. Since April, it's been just dolphin city. Yeah. Dolphin, dolphin, city. I'm okay with it. I love northern right whale dolphins. So getting to see them, I'm like, yes. It's bumming me out because they were such a rarity. And now it's like, I I used to, you know, I told, yeah. we talked about this a million times. We used to tell people we see them like a few times a year. Now it's been like every single week I since have, April. I have zero issue with it. No, I don't either. <laughs> the other day, they remember we pulled up to them. It was bumpy. Yeah. Someone was getting seasick on the bow and they were showing so well. But no one could get to the bath. Oh, Because no. the lady had, like, taken over the, the bath. struggles yeah. of whale watching. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then like, a water came over and splashed someone in the face. Oh, man. Yeah, it was a rough It was, it a, was rough a rough one. one. It wasn't even that. It was, it was rough. But it was, like, it was still doable. And it wasn't, yeah. like, unsafe or anything. Yeah. It just, a couple happened to be, like, all in the moment. Plus, the dolphins were going so fast that we had yeah. to, like, keep up with them. Yeah, we yeah. keep up with them. But they were they were showing really well, like in unison. The northern right whale dolphins were so that was really cool. Yeah, it was good because they're mixed in with 
three two other species it's like wow it's like one stop and we're done yeah oh Sweet. that was four species that was a day with northern right whale dolphins pacific white side dolphins rizzos and the humpbacks we had like three humpbacks around us too oh cool yeah and sea otters when I was doing my vlog last time, I was finishing. I was like, we saw this, 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 and that. And then he was like, what about the goals and the otters and the sea lion? I was like, oh, my gosh. The baby <laughs> goals are getting so tall. Oh, by the way, guys, there were three goals, right? I thought there was only two the whole time. No. There was three. There's they been lost three. One. It's, it's oh. two today. It's been two for like no, a week. No. No. There was we like got three pictures yesterday. Of three, yeah. No, there was not three yesterday. Yes. I'm pretty sure there was. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. She can't even th- well, the goal. last day I left, there were three. Because I remember they walked all the way down, and there were three. I was like, oh, that's a nice shot. But today there was two. Oh, I me thought Pete, there was only ever me two. And so are you guys feeling, what are you guys thinking? Walked off the wall or a peregrine, a peregrine falcon? Ooh, both are, I'm 50-50 on that. Because those things are walking next to the ledge, dude. If Last year one fell down okay, there, remember? if I was a bird, I would not put my nest next to water. <laughs> Even if I was an aquatic bird species. Even if you're a gull? Are they aquatic bird species, technically? Marine? Marine Aquatic? Marine? Bird? Marine bird? Seabird? Feathers? They're a seabird. They're a bird. Eyeballs. Seabirds. Feet. Eyeballs, feathers, and feet. Okay, but anyways, those little sea chickens are right next to the wall. And it's like a, no matter what, it's like an eight foot drop. And it's probably like hitting concrete for that little thing. Do you guys not remember last year when one fell down and it was standing on the tires? I wasn't there. Uh-uh, oh, you're it? right, right. On the yeah. left. Yeah. Getting out of the jaws. They were standing on yeah, tires. I remember. So how come, days a, how come the mom there. can't go down there and fly and pick it up? By I the think pregnant? it's too heavy. I don't think she can pick it up. If it can pick up a bread bowl, it can probably pick up a baby. Go yeah. On. Yeah, but the bread bowl doesn't move. And the they bread drop the bread bowl all the time. Cheese. But they drop the bread bowl regularly. <laughs> the people who aren't from a modern is like, why is he talking about bread bowl? That guy used to throw them in the salt water, and then <laughs> the, they would pick it up out of the salt water. That thing's waterlogged. Yeah, if you guys don't know, over in Monterey Fishman's Wharf, uh, a chowder-filled bread bowl is like a staple, and for some reason, the uneaten bread bowls tend to ebb in the water and become Bird Western food. gull food. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, we're at two Western gulls. I, I'm not that sad about it. Wow. I mean, I, I thought they were two the whole time, so I didn't even know I was missing one. So wow. when we get rid of Caitlin on the podcast, <laughs> oh yeah, there's only, there's only two. Okay, it was three, but now it's only two. It's okay. I'm okay. We're for all animals, Caitlin, even the gulls. Is that true, Eric? Yeah, I started a Western Gull uh, fan club. I feel like you're lying. In fact, tomorrow I'm starting my first uh, podcast. It's <laughs> you know, the you know what Gull Cap- Nerds. You know what Captain Danny said about the Western Gull versus the Herman Gull the other day? Crack me up. He's like, Western Gull, you know, like if that was your boyfriend, you, you may or may not want to introduce him to your family, right? But the Herman's Gull, on the other hand, that that's a classy gent right there. You it can take that home goal. to your mother. <laughs> if you guys Google Herman Gull, I actually think they look really cool. I think they I look do. cool. I was at Lover's yeah. Point and one was standing like on the rocks and you, I walked right there. One, they're pretty big. Goals are big in general when you walk up to those things. Especially, dude, the Western goals. Westerns are, like, Westerns are huge. They're like pterodactyls. They're, they're, and their eyes are really pretty. On yeah, both, their eyes are both pretty cool. Both goals are really pretty. Yeah. But the Herman's goal has that bright uh, orange, red, orangish red. Bill? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the bill. Yeah, I was like, I don't think their eyes are red. No, no, their bill is their like bill red. Their bill is red. Even their call is a, little, a lot different from a Western goal. It's more like a laughing goal. Yeah. It's funny, you guys. So on one of the boats I worked on in the past, you're not supposed to feed the birds, but... Anyways, we fed the birds. So this this <laughs> one bird, well, every single day, his name was Maverick, and his tongue. Have you ever seen a goal with his tongue uh, sticking out? Yeah, mm-hmm. through uh, the bill. Some sort of like, yeah, it's like some sort of defect. I've seen it on multiple. I feel like or they just a get a hook or something. or something, and then it rips it. Anyways, this guy is coming by, and he likes Fritos, 
in popcorn. <laughs> but he would fly by the the, the the window and you can just hold your hand out. In Maverick, dude, sure enough, like five days in a row, he was there. Nice. Yeah, I didn't feed him. I just you know what other up. cool birds we've been seeing almost every day is black-footed albatross. Yeah. Oh, what? Black-footed albatross are cool. Um, Plenty of shear waters. There's been a lot of murs inside the harbor lately. You guys just noticed that? Yeah. I'm expecting baby murs soon. We saw something, uh, an exotic bird. What? What? Uh, Something from the storm petrel. Oh, Ooh. that's right. Fork-tailed or ashy It wasn't a fork-tailed, black or ashy. We don't know. Leeches. Yeah. It was too far away to tell, but it wasn't that windy of a day either, so we probably just wanted to come into the bay and visit. Yeah, I don't even know what it was, so it's all good. It's been windy offshore, so they're probably getting pushed in a little bit. Probably. Yeah. It's but. too dark to be a fork-tail. Yeah, the fork-tails are like light gray. Yeah, exactly. And they're a little bit bigger than the other ones, too. Oh, they are? Yeah. I'm okay. not going to lie. My settings were kind of messed up. Oh, you, uh, you got shot? Yeah, I got a picture. You guys want to see it? Yeah, we'll take a look at it. Okay, stand by to stand by. So, what is it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's the it's the backside of the bird. Basically, it's a it's a. You just got only bird butt. I'm not good at tail feather ID. <gasps> you gotta go, show it the go p- back one. You gotta show it the pipe. It's a Slater petrel. Show it the pipe. Are I you mean, sure it's not a fork tail? It, it was really dark. Well, I recall it being I'm pretty dark. sure it was one of those Slater petrels. Like, Slater more <laughs> photography petrels? Maybe. No, because like you know how there's a brown nails? So maybe I could just name this one. Because I got a photo of it. Really? Yeah. That's what you think? Yeah. And don't look yeah, at no, all my no, other no. photos. Those are a secret. Secret photos. Get the VIP look at your memory card. Um yeah, no, I don't know. It's too I'm not I'm no expert. Why is my camera so heavy? Dude, your camera is heavy. That's cray cray. Well, you guys, it's been real. Oh, you know we we saw a stellar sea lion on the buoy. Oh yeah, I've seen stellar sea oh, lion. Oh yeah, Eric posted a photo of it. Look at this. Look how big it is compared to the sea lion. Yeah, that one didn't look big until it actually like stood up. I was like, uh, got up. I was like, whoa, so much big. I'm gonna use. Okay, you guys, the next podcast thing is gonna be this fuzzy little goal. Oh, the thumbnail. Do you guys agree? <laughs> I mean, I guess. I've only taken 53 photos in a week. <laughs> Whoa. Are you okay? Should Where's we the real Slater? What'd you do to him? I got a temp gun today. I need to take your temperature, <laughs> dude. I think you're getting sick. I just need some crazy whale action. <laughs> Hopefully tomorrow you get it. Hey, we had a question from one of our listeners, right, Eric? Oh, yeah. So one of our uh, listeners, Antonio, <laughs> thank you for being so loyal and listening and yeah, you even came down for Slater's all day, so uh, thanks for coming down. But uh, he had a, a really basic but very good question, and it, and it really can you know drift off into so many other ways. Uh, he's wondering about food availability, you know, how that really affects the whales' migrations and lifestyle and stuff like that, and uh, simply mm-hmm. how where are whales like in the food chain, you know? Um, that's you know what? Let's let's just, let me talk about this, Caitlin. This is, this is science, and I know. <laughs> So, no, I'm just kidding. Hit me with some facts later. I'm ready. I go for know. it. But these whales definitely go where the food goes. Yep. Yes. So, whether it's here or down south or in Santa Barbara or up north, like the humpbacks, for, let's just talk about them. They definitely go where the food goes. But the thing is, is there's so much food in the bay right now, and they're not all here. They're down south. So, I don't know. It really just depends. Yeah, it's really weird because the cooler water is usually more biologically active. Yeah. More food, but it seems like 
some places like Santa Barbara have been really hot. They're seeing animals in the double digits. Well, okay, so that temperature thing's like at quite a massive scale, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could put the whole Central California coast region and you could pin that from Santa Barbara up to Cordell Bank as one cooler productive area because mm-hmm. the California current moves things around a lot between those yeah. all those points. And once you're above the bite too, yeah, it changes it up also. Right. But, you know, the overall migration scheme of being in cold nutrient rich water in the summer and then warm less productive water in the winter. Um, I think that was in my opinion which I got this mostly from Jim Sumich is that um it's used to be a factor that was more in play during the last glacial maximum, right? Like places like Oregon and Washington would not have been survivable for a calf. Definitely not Alaska for gray whales, like in the winter, right? Like too big, too big of storms, too cold of water, sometimes loose ice floating. So they had to go towards the equator for breeding. There was just like no other option, food or no food. Like you had to get out of the stormy weather to have calves. And then you would go back up there once your calf was strong enough. Yeah, because like the gray whales leave when the water... From what I heard is they leave when the water starts freezing over, right? Yeah, they take their cues from the ice coming back down. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Some of it's probably diurnal, you know, like changes in daylight and yeah, stuff daylight, too. Yeah, daylight, yeah. Yeah. Then what's the... Do you, think, do you think that like... Say, you know how down south the water's a lot clearer because it's less nutrient rich? Yeah. Do you think that like when the anchovies or sardines are in those waters and it's super clear that like the humpbacks enjoy it more? And they're going to take advantage of it when it's there. Because they probably know that there's a lot here. But maybe it's easier for them when it's super clear water. I don't know. Because it's not like they're looking for it anyways. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, They're like sensing it. How big of a deal is that temperature change too? Because as you're gaining more weight in the <laughs> summer, like are you more uncomfortable by the end of it? Because you're better insulated. You're like, oh man, it's freaking hot here. Like, I don't want to eat here. I'm too hot. <laughs> I wonder if it's a metabolism thing too. Warmer it is. Your metabolism has to go into overdrive to stay warm. So... Maybe the food's being more efficiently absorbed. You know, you're getting more blood. Yeah, they're gaining the weight faster because yeah. they're not trying to warm up. <laughs> but Could yeah, be. it seems like food is obviously food's life for these animals. They're not well, like yeah. us, you know, supermarket, go get your food. They have, we're searching, oh. we're searching. So food is life. Well, and they have to eat so much every day to yeah. be prepared for migration that like you really just can't mess around. You have to be in the best place. Yeah. And then there's like the optimal size, right? Like humpbacks are kind of the biggest you can be. Before you have to eat even in the winter time. Yeah. Like fin whales and blue whales probably feed in their breeding grounds. But like even our, our you know, like we've been talking about sudden resonance. Obviously, food is obviously an issue now too with them. It's true. Yeah. I wonder what people are thinking about this long span. Was this the longest span, Slater? Have you heard? This is the longest span, I think, since uh, I can't tell you the date, but it's like one of the longest. They've what ever, are people starting to? Th- I think what? it is the longest they've ever not seen. Yeah. What well, does the everyone CLC. think up there? Have you heard any chatter about what everyone thinks up there is going on or happening? I, I think literally everyone's word is, I hope they found food somewhere else. Yeah. Like, because no one knows where they're at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no one saw, except for when J Pod showed up in Tofino or something like that while I was there last. Mm hmm. Uh, <laughs> when I saw that white transient mm-hmm. and before that we had LPOD in March 31st and so they didn't see him for how many months is that? I don't know. They said like eight months or something. Yeah. Like that. Well, I feel like Sarah and Jeff said like not since November or something. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, or January. Mm-hmm. It was like nine, I don't know. It was like nine months. Something crazy. So 
I don't know. Hopefully, I think everybody's just saying they hope they found food maybe yeah. like off Oregon or somewhere else or yeah. straight out of, um, what is that? The straight out one of food? Or which one goes to the ocean up there? Don't they usually all leave out that? To the main ocean. Don't what is it, straight of Georgia or straight of Wanda Well, just out to the open ocean. Who knows yeah. where they're at? But hopefully they found food up there or out mm-hmm. there. Yeah, but food gr- does definitely drastically uh, can affect these animals' migrations. In fact, the gray whale situation, mm-hmm. you know, obviously we got majority of the animals that are washing up are showing signs of malnutrition. And it seems like some of the gray whales already have... I think we talked, touched on this a little bit, especially me and Caitlin, about how that Pacific Coast feeding group, the mm-hmm. whales that don't go all the way up to Alaska, it seems like that area that we thought was just like maybe around Oregon is expanding. We're thinking yeah. Northern California, maybe even, you know, Southern British Columbia now. So these yeah. animals are kind of, you know, realizing, hey, there maybe food's a little bit more abundant here. I'll hang out here. I did hear that Scarback is back in Depot Bay, but it sounds like sightings are pretty slim so far for Oregon summer gray whales, too. There's only like mm. six or less. Mm-hmm. There's like one in Newport, Newport, Oregon, and then two um, outside of like Boiler Bay, and then like two or three in front of Depot Bay, and that's kind of uh-huh. it. Yeah, I'm wondering how also that, you know, that there's also that one group of gray whales that likes to stop by Washington, that uh, Whidbey Island area for ghost yeah. trip. I wonder yeah. if they're going to get smarter one year and stay there a little extra longer before they head up north. Because it seems like now they go there for like a, de- a little snack stop for about a month or so, I want to say. And then they keep going. Is it like around yeah. what, February or so? They always expect to see them then. Yeah, we'll see, man. But yeah, definitely food. Food is the main driver for, I mean, feeding and breeding is the main drivers for what most animals do, including yeah. cetaceans. And I think it definitely over time when these animals kind of catch on with things, I think it'll definitely affect their migration patterns and stuff if these changes are permanent well like the john calamakiti's talk you already Mm -hmm. said it did affect the blue whales they're starting to they're not we're not losing more of them they're just spreading out yeah they're just moving around a lot yeah they didn't stop going to newport beach california they just started spreading up and down you know up and down the coast that's true that's why we're seeing them for two minutes and they leave us. Yeah, they're mean. <laughs> and and blues, yeah, they 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 constantly eat. You know, it's not just you know, oh, in the breeding grounds, we're just gonna do this. But yeah, they're they're constantly going after food. I have a question. Since we were talking about the um, metabolism in the warm water, mm-hmm. do you think that the humpbacks can only be there for so long? Because they got to start. They got to be burning calories like crazy. Because like- ch- the males are chasing each other. They're breaching. The the mom and the babies are breaching. Like. Oh, like down in the breeding grounds, you mean? Yeah, anywhere. Like Hawaii, let's say Hawaii, for instance. It's warm water. Yeah, I mean, it's but they're a also tricky one. Doing, I don't know. They're also resting a lot too. Yeah, I think. yeah. You can go both ways. And maybe. I think they get like a hormone surge that kind of suppresses their appetite too. Yeah. And we have found out. Uh, I don't. Want, I'm not sure which population of humpback it is, but they have found like during certain times in their migration, there is like literally a snack spot where they're still feeding. Uh, I'm trying to recall which population. I mean, I believe ours do that. Yeah, it's a population. I want, I want to say it's a, it's a southern hem, some of the our ones down towards South America, but they found the area where they're like, hey, they're eating here. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like the sardine run, right? Like that's kind of halfway between the feeding grounds in Antarctica <laughs> and the breeding grounds that they go to off the coast of Africa. They kind of stop there for the sardine run and then yeah. keep going. And ours are going to Mexico, and you're not going to not get tacos, yeah. you know? <laughs> 
but it, it seems like they're totally opportunistic too just because you know we're reading field guides and stuff that say oh your whales only feed here and only breed here if they see a good easy you know obtainable oh, yeah, meal for sure. they're gonna go for it you know? for sure if they're in the breeding grounds and there's a nice patch of fish that's easily accessible why wouldn't you yeah and that's why even our, our gray whales you know we always say oh they go to the coastline and go to the bottom but mysid shrimp even those pelagic crabs have been seen you know being picked off by we have photos whales. from monterey of them mm-hmm. skim feeding at the surface for krill yep yeah, yeah totally um what trips me out the most about roar qual whales in particular is how do they detect patches of prey like, okay, they, their paper came out last year about blue whales finding food based on memory, right? So they go mm-hmm. on places where they found food before. Mm-hmm. But say, okay, let's go to Monterey Bay. Monterey Bay is still a huge place. How did you find that one patch of krill? Yeah. Did you hear it? Did you feel it? Do you have a sense that we don't have? Like, how how did you find that patch of food? That's yeah. what I don't get. That w- we, is well, what well, trips me out. You know, we talk about the really basic stuff, like, you know, tubercles with the hairs. But... um. I also kind of mentioned every now and then about the uh, dimethyl sulfide thing. You heard about that? Where when plankton breaks down, it creates a gas. And we think our whales might be able to kind of, every time they come up, kind of whiff that, maybe travel in that direction. Okay, but if krill's 150 meters down, which is like typical blue whale foraging depth, mm-hmm. does it really make that much of a smell that you can tell where it is? That area in general should be more biologically active. I mean, the krill are going to be feeding on... You know, that's below the photograph. And even that, you know, is going to hit this. It's going to be towards the surface. What if the wind's blowing the opposite way and the humpback's like, no, I can never smell the food. Yeah, then they can't smell the food. (laughs) (laughs) So they got to travel in circles. I don't know. That's why they're always going up into the wind. And that's why they're always moving, too. You know, I mean, that's just one of the questions that is still remains unanswered. But it's just kind of cool to just think about it for a while. Yeah, I know. People have a lot of questions. Like some people ask if they can taste it. And, you know, researchers have looked People who are studying anatomy look closely at a whale's tongue, and it turns out those taste buds are more, what, salty and saltier? Yeah. Eyes, eyes shades of gray. You know, it's not yeah. like they're going, mm, this is krill water. I'm going to head this way. <laughs> so they're not, they're colorblind? I, I mean, yeah, I think I think so. Looking at their, yeah, looking at. What? You can see my rosy cheeks? Yeah, looking at what no, they have in their eyes. you just look all gray, dude. Yeah, shades wow. of gray. Maybe about 50. I wore my <laughs> good kidding. hat, too. <laughs> I wore my good hat too. You didn't wear uh, camo so the whales couldn't see you. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, dang. I wonder what they would think of that. What if I wore all gray? Then I'd be invisible. You might be. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like green screen. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start photoshopping things. You just see my my hands and face. <laughs> what the heck? He tries to swim right through me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But hey, you know, this brings up a, a neat little thing. If you guys have heard of different, different uh, theories about, you know, how whales find food or anything like that, or, you know, how it affects their lifestyle migration, yeah, chime in, uh, write us, DM us, or whatever. That way we can have more fun things to talk about. You know, like I, Slater always says, we do this for fun. We're not experts, but yeah, the more input, the better. Yeah, I mean, especially whales that are finding food in the in the open water column, like gray whales that to me i could see how you could maybe hone in on some some ideas of the right you know benthic habitat and things like that right whales kind of just seem to skim feed all the time because they're going for copepods which is basically always at the surface but whales are finding stuff at depth that are not echolocating let me know i need to know let me know (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys well i think we should wrap this episode up yeah man have a great trip i know i'm excited when are you coming back Friday at 9.05 p.m. Okay, so you're not too 
not too long. No. You can go with Caitlin to pick me up. That'd be fine. Friday at 9 o'clock. Yeah, I don't mind. Um, you guys, I was just thinking something. Okay, ready? If you guys made it this far in the podcast and as a listener, go to our Instagram and tell us your favorite whale. Ooh, yeah. And write us a topic if you're a real boss. Bonus points for that one. But tell us your favorite whale when we post this uh, on Monday. Yep. That'd be really cool. And uh, yeah, make sure you follow us on Instagram. It's whale nerds. Also, episode 27, we figured out what's wrong with it. For those of you that were worried about Spotify, we did resolve that. Technical difficulties. But thank you. We're learning. I exported (laughs) it as the wrong file. We got it. We got it figured out. It's re-uploaded. So we're good. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, once again, yeah, if you... If you ever come by the Monterey area, I'm glad you guys are introducing yourselves. Feel free to do so. Uh, it seems like you guys are coming from literally all around the world so to this area to go well watching and actually listening to our tips. Yeah, thank you. Remember, take your camera lens hood off. <laughs> and turn your camera <laughs> and turn on. turn your camera on. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, you guys. Bye, everyone.